Hello and welcome to Halftime FM. Oh yeah, remember that podcast? We don't either. I'm Ed and uh, I'm Alfie. And uh, we're brought to you in association with NRG Marketing. Okay, well, been a while. Yeah, been so long that the Premier League's actually finished now. Yeah, I think we were on game week 12 <laughs> when we last recorded. It was about then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was when Bournemouth were doing okay. So that tells you a lot. Quite a while ago then. Um... There was a, a weird trend in the table. There was about, I think it was like eight points difference between like 17th and 8th or something ridiculous. Yeah. It, the season League is over now. Um, yeah, the season's gone. Yeah. Um, just so you know, I'm an Arsenal fan, so anything I say will be biased towards Arsenal. And Ed is a... Chelsea fan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm buzzing. Um, uh, sh- should we go from bottom to top Let's then? Start with... And, uh, the worst team in the league, Someone statistically, and, well, by any means. Had to finally be gone. That is the only positive I see from this season. It is our Sunderland having relegated. They finished 20th place with a ridiculously bad 24 points. Six wins they, they notched up. It doesn't mean we get to avoid the whole of uh, Newcastle, though, and that area, the Geordie area, because, of course, Newcastle are coming back up. Yeah. So we're still going to have to travel up there, which is disgusting. Great fun. Yeah, um, six wins is is just shocking. Six wins, like twenty six losses. That is exceptionally poor, isn't it? Oh my god, exceptionally I didn't know it was poor. That bad. It that is that is really bad. They scored twenty nine goals all season, and that wasn't even the worst effort. Bear in mind that was not even the worst effort in the entire Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough were that team with twenty seven goals they scored. With even less wins, they had five wins, but a ridiculously high thirteen draws. That's uh, only one team had yeah, more draws than that. Most. No, it is the highest, isn't it? Middlesbrough. Nope, some other team. Uh, can you guess it? Man United. Think about how many one ones. Oh had, yeah, mate. fifteen. Fifteen <laughs> draws. Judge that how you will. Um, so yeah, Sunderland. They're out. They're gone. Thank the Lord. Uh, secondly, what well, I think kind of inevitable. I think we both kind of felt that yeah. we were going to go down. Yeah, we both said that, I think. I think we did. But we did say Sunderland, but I think we said Swansea. I, think I remember I th- saying Swansea. Yeah. They've managed to pull themselves up a bit. Yeah, and like, you think about where they were a couple them. of games ago. They were 17th, and now they've gone to, what were they, 15th. Yeah, exactly. So like, that's kind of showing how tight is the bottom. Just to give you a bit of an inkling there, 17th place landed on 40 points, and then 8th place was 46 points. by... Yeah, but the six points for about what seventeen places. Sixteenth was quite a substantial uh, goal difference. Oh uh, well, difference. yeah, yeah, but that that just says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, like how exactly. how close that bottom end of the table is. You know, that top seven from Everton upwards. Mm. You know, is is a, it's like a different world than the than the Premier League down there. Yeah, you could say that's money, or I don't know, it's better players, really, isn't it? I suppose, but oh, they got them. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, so so nineteenth place was Middlesbrough. They finished on twenty eight points, so four points more than Swan. No, than Sunderland. I I should say Sunderland, but yeah, um, it's pretty bit, poor. Bit bit boring, weren't they? I think that was kind of the main complaint thrown against Middlesbrough. You know, yeah, not enough goals in their side. They weren't too bad. They, uh, they were defensively good, I'd argue. And then, but they've just they just didn't get points. Frankly, didn't they, win, didn't win enough. Did didn't they? win enough. They just too many draws. They were holding on for 60 minutes every game. That was it. Yeah. They weren't holding on the full game. 
But so, so, I feel a bit bad for this next team that finished 18th, though, the final team yeah. to go down, because y- when when Marco Silva came in, you thought, oh, here he is, a brush of fresh air, you know, yeah. someone that's different. And, you know, he gave them a really good fighting chance, Hull. He gave Hull a really good chance to stay up. I've got, uh, unfortunately, they didn't, but I think they probably would have finished 20th if it wasn't for, the, for Marco Silva. So, fair play to you, Marco. Hull City also had the worst goal difference. Yeah, uh, minus, minus 43 with 80 goals against. That's 8-0 goals. They nearly averaged a goal a game, though, which is quite good. 37 yeah. goals they scored. So you, you, that's almost... Def- defensively, that's not good enough, that's is it? That's almost conceding two goals a game. Yeah. That's over conceding so, two goals a game. Yeah, and that's why they... Which is appalling. Yeah, so that's Hull City. They are unfortunately relegated, but like we said, not defensively good enough. Um... Yeah, not just not defensively good yeah, enough. Yeah, frankly, it's no. There's no really. There was. It was a dead end of the season. Really, no one could get out. Really, no one else. No could one go could down. get in. Same top, with the top four was kind of already made. There was a bit of all. Oh, maybe Arsenal, Arsenal and Liverpool might interchange places, but apart from that, you think it was very very boring last day of the season. Frankly, yeah. Um, Premier League already wrapped up pretty much in terms of champions. Yeah, definitely. The first team to stay up, which I, I, I feel a bit sorry for Walter, but then I kind of don't because I don't think they'd be good enough, but Watford, they finished 17th, though. They, they've survived for them. That's yeah. probably a success. They've they've beaten some, they've been quite giant slayers, really, but that's, a, I don't know. I don't know, I don't really know how I feel about Watford. I don't love them, but I know Arsenal always struggle to play against them, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. They're one of those teams. Yeah, Watford, they're just, again, just boring, I think, is the problem. They're a very similar problem to Middlesbrough. Yeah, I know. I they're feel like they're just like slightly better Middlesbrough. Yeah, they're just not quite there yet. I think, but they've survived, and that's the main thing for them. So now they True. can build. I think True. that's a, I, it. Is good to see them out of. I would have wanted them to stay. And yeah, stay I see think, what they can do. Yeah, uh, Burnley finished uh, on the well 16th, so a place above them, but with the same points, 40 and 40. Um, they had a much better goal difference, though, yeah. minus 16 to minus 28. Burnley's to Watford's there. Yeah, I think Watford actually kind of proved someone's wrong because a lot of people thought they're going to go back down. Yeah, no, they kind of yo-yoed, yeah. but actually they've they've shown how the yo-yo can work, haven't they? True, true. Because they've gone down. Well, they came up and they went back down, but then they were like they viewed, they rebuilt, and they came back up, gave another good effort. They came up with another good strike. You know, Danny Ings was kind of their one yeah. last time. I think they've actually got someone better in Andy Gray. I think he's better than Ings. Yeah, I rate him. I rate him. Ings, unfortunately, is he still injured? Ings, I don't know. I'm not really sure. It probably. He, he's been out for a long time. I feel like he, he would have been playing, but you never know. Uh, that's Liverpool. Anyway, that's different. Um, I'm not sure if I'm able to hear that bell, but whatever. Bell's just gone off. Um, yeah, Burnley. Fair play to stay up, I think, Burnley. I think. Yeah, 16th is a bit... It's one of those... I think 14th to 16th is disappointing because you want to be getting... Slightly higher. Slightly higher, but you're happy. You're not lower. It's, I think they've done well. They've stayed up, and I think that's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, because we said every episode loss in our predictions that we thought they they'd be gone. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, so maybe the viewers remember. I don't know. Viewers, <laughs> listeners, um, yeah, listeners, welcome. Fifteenth uh, place, Swansea City. I'm going there soon. Oh, that's what I meant. I thought we were talking about Swansea. We did say Swansea were going down because they were appalling. Oh, yeah, yeah, season. no. Oh, you, I thought you were talking about Burnley. Yeah. No, no. no. Well, yeah, we, re- yeah. we really all thought Swansea we, were going yeah. down. 
But you know what? They turned it around. They did well. Lorente was brilliant, I thought. Yeah. I th- he was a difference. He was an experienced, great movement in the box. Not massive runs, but just subtle runs and subtle subtle little movements inside yeah. the box is, is what is what he had. And he provided goals. And him yeah. and Gilfie Sigerson really kept them well, up. Well, exactly. If you look at it compared to the t- teams around him, it's 45 goals for, which is one of the highest. But 70 goals again. Again, again it's not defensive defensively good enough. Not good enough. Just letting goals in. If they, if they shut up their defence, you know, 45 goals, that's mid-table range. Really. Exactly. This, you're looking at Everton's only scored 41 one, like, yeah, like and they're up. 1.5 yeah. goals a game. That's what you want to be aiming for. Like champions, you're supposed to aim for 2.2 or 2.3. Exactly. So that's a, that's a really good effort, 1.5 goals per game. But you've got to be defensively good enough to not concede 70 goals. That's where they've been let down, Swansea. 70 Massively. goals conceded Massively. is too high. Too high. Right, moving on then. Fourteenth place, Crystal Palace. I like them myself, but they haven't. They haven't shone. They're not kicked season. on. I no. think Zaha's had his best season. Definitely. I think fair play Zaha. Yeah. Well, fair play Wilfrey. You should have signed for England. Not signed Def- for him. You know what I mean. Yeah, you should have chosen. Yeah, chosen. But to be fair, can you blame him? They didn't want him. Why would you go exactly. there? I think he he would have fit nicely into the England team. Bit of spice, if you know what I mean. Bit of something different. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do like. It. He's creative and he can play anywhere, can't he? He can play up front. Do with you know Mentor how I describe it? England is like an English curry. Boring. Mate. Boring. Mate. Bland. Bland, Edward. Bland. Got no <laughs> spice in there, mate. You throw Zaha in the mix. You got something different. Bit of Oxy-Chamberlain on the opposite side, mate. Mate, that's all you need. And Sterling, you're causing problems on the counter-attack. And that is how I think England should play. Right. Okay, a bit of we need there. a spicy curry. That's what we need. Of course, uh, Palace, actually. Sam Aldice officially resigned. Because it, it looked like yeah. he was going. Yeah, well... It looked like he was going. Um, and I think he has gone now. Pretty sure when a manager says that, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gone. Just Some totally very quick Googling here. <laughs> totally not just checking if he's still managing Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, 2 May 17th. Uh, May uh, 2017. Yeah, so I think gone. that means he's, he's gone. gone. Yeah. But he's six foot three, Sam Allardyce. I wouldn't have guessed no, that. No he's huge. He's still, he used to play at the back, isn't he? He's 62 as well, yeah. Six foot three. The man's man mountain. I, th- I knew it was fat. When's his birthday? When's his birthday? His birthday. He's sixty-two. He's the nineteenth of October. Well, of course he's played. He has played everywhere, hasn't he? Yeah, Sunderland, of course, many years yeah, ago. Millwall. Um. Yeah. So where were Crystal Palace? Yeah. Um. A bit boring. You. So I. I quite like Zil. Zil. Oh, yeah. Zaha, Wilfred yeah. Zaha, and Ben Teke, I think are good. But apart from that. You think a lot of their squad are just very average? Yeah, exactly. Like if they built on it more, added a few more, kept Benteke and Zaha, we're away. Absolutely. And um, I reckon they could. I'd see Crystal Palace challenging Everton. Like honestly, I think if they pushed on, they'd be a very similar team to Everton. Very similar. Mm. I feel like Everton have more well-rounded a squad. Yeah, if you built on it, you'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. I think some building needs to be done there. Next up in thirteenth place with a. 44 points. Like Again, this is how tight this league was. Stoke finished 13th on 44 points. Yeah. like You look at 17th, it's not far off, is it? Whatsoever. Four points. It's nothing, is it? It's exactly four points, Ed. Yeah, I, I, well, I do have the table in front of me. I'm not that good. Uh, yeah, Stoke. Um, I don't like Stoke, but I'm very biased. I hate Stoke. I think every team in the top six hates Stoke, just because they're uh, scum, frankly. Um, they're just annoying because they're good, but they're not good. Do you know what I mean? They beat teams, and but not well. Like they don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't. 
they 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 win and yeah they they got the points fair enough but they don't like I feel like they don't earn it the way that some champion teams do. No one remembers Stoke. Like no one remembers. Forgettable. Yeah, they're forgettable. They're boring. They don't yeah. imprint something in your memory. I know we're saying with a bit with a bit of yeah. football. No or one remembers well. tappings or scrappy yeah goals where you fouled someone in the process or a long throw, Rory Delap oh throwing it back. I do, Literally. I do like some of their players. Um, I do like Shakiri. I think he scores worldies for fun. Yeah, true. But and now it kind of annoys me. Uh, I don't like his hair. <laughs> um, I just feel some of the worst. I don't know. I just like there's just something against Stoke. Which I, I have so much like. hate for Stoke. I could bad talk Stoke. Till bad the, talk. Yeah. Oh bad <laughs> talk. Keep it PG. <coughs> um, yeah, uh, on the same points as them, with the same goal difference, believe it or not, um, is uh, is Leicester City. The champions. The champions from 1st to 12th. <sighs> what, oh. what about the Foxes this year then, Alfie? What do we make of them? I'll tell you who the difference is, mate. And he's small. And his name's N'Golo. That's the difference. He is a difference maker, isn't he? He, let's, let's, okay, we're going to get to Chelsea later, but while we're talking about Leicester and the difference he made. The, the lack of Kante in that team. It's just unbelievable. Astronomical difference yeah, in squad. Unbelievable. Un, they looked like a different team. They looked, the players obviously They looked so average. Ranieri, different things, different mentality changes, injuries, but. The difference was it was clear what the difference was. Yeah, like he, Ngolo Kante made Mares and Vardy as good as they were. Yes, they were brilliant the season before, yeah. but actually he gave them the license to do that. And Definitely. without Kante, we've seen how Mares actually is. We've seen how M- Vardy actually is. Well, they don't. They just got, air quotes, get but you know what I mean. They, they can't. They, they can't, can't have the same the impact without yeah. without Ngolo Kante there. They've got security of Kante behind them because they know they can try whatever they want, whatever skill, whatever run, because they have Kante constantly they got confidence. covering. Yeah, they've got confidence, everything, don't they? And like, if you look at it, th- this is what he's done. Mm. Leicester, what, what did they finish the year before they won it? Like, uh, 16th, something like that? Yeah, was. right down the bottom table. Yeah. N'Golo Kante becomes a first-team regular. I think he started in right midfield or something. Or something uh, stupid. Something stupid, wasn't he? Yeah. Left midfield, right midfield. I'm not sure how you'd ever... And then he there. moved into the middle. Like, mm. Van Yeo was even saying, like, he was so good, I just wanted to get into the team. But... Eventually, he moved in the middle, and he was brilliant. He was fabulous uh, for all that season. Uh, I, I would say he's, he's been even better this year with Chelsea. Yeah, um, definitely. But, like, he's done that. He then won the league with Leicester, moved teams to a team that finished 10th, yeah. and then won the league again. And then the, ta- the team that he was before has finished 12th, which is the same sort of place as 10 and 12. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, take him out those teams. There's, you could probably spark a few similarities between Chelsea and Leicester over the last couple of years Definitely. in terms of the players that have Mahrez and Eden Hazard a kind of similar yeah, sort of Elka yeah. player. Your, um, your clinical finishing strikers. Quick, Vardy strong and Costa, Vardy and Costa, yeah. like workhorses in there. Yeah, you know, you've got your Danny Drinkwater, your Matic is kind of a Definitely. similar sort of Definitely. player. And your big defenders, you've got JT and Cahill opposed to Hoof and Morgan. But yeah, obviously some, we've done something different now with yeah, David Luiz and Asplik yeah, True, but, but um, in th- the past. I think there's some similarities in the teams. You know, both good goalkeepers in Courtois and uh, yeah, definitely and Schmeichel. So there is some similarities definitely there, and you can see how important Kante has been for both sides when you look at pinnacle how they've done without them. Absolutely pinnacle. Which is funny though for Leicester because if we were saying if we cut out last season season, if you know what I mean, they've made and an improvement. They that's a good improvement, isn't it? They'd, they'd be loving that. Absolutely loving that. A good Champions League one as well. Let's not forget. I think they, exactly. did, they didn't disgrace themselves. They, in that game where they went out, they actually put a lot of work in. And, and, and Fetty just deserves to go through. So you go fair play, Leicester. 
you've done well. They've improved from the season before mm. before last <laughs> since. Um, yeah, and they've done well in Champions League. And you know what? I don't think they disgraced themselves. I think that I think the players did a little bit with Ranieri. That was I. Uh, that made me very annoyed that they sacked Ranieri. I just think that is. One I would of like the main to know problems. everything that went on and whether it was the players like everyone thinks it is. Because if it yeah. is the players, I think that is that is shocking. It's it's disgusting, really, because yeah. think of all Ranieri has done for not only the, the team, club but the, the players team, as well. Players, the difference he made. It, oh, it's just. I love Ranieri. He's just such a nice guy as well. Yeah, and if you said that, if I said to you, oh. One, when he was celebrating winning the Premier League, oh, don't couple worry, they'll, they'll have a bit of a bad patch and will get sacked a couple of months later. Ridiculous. You'd be like, no, you wouldn't. Why would you ever do that? Look Mate, at him. not being funny, if Ranieri takes any club that isn't the top four mm. to a title, that doesn't matter where you finish, unless you know, yeah. you're a top six, seven club, like an Everton. But anyone below the Everton that you look at, mm. if you win a title with that team, a Leicester, a Swansea, a Palace, a Stoke, whoever, you, you, you don't get sacked. Do you like, know what I mean? Like, you, you shouldn't. Are, it's like playing the Premier League on hard mode, super hard mode. They finished <laughs> seventh. mate. Yeah. Ridiculous. That and for him to be sacked, I think that's a bad decision from the board and a bad decision from the players. I can see kind of why they've done it. Sometimes you do need to change, but for yeah. me, I, I can see why they've done it, but again, like, it, it, looking back, it's, it doesn't look better. No. Not at all. Like it, it's, you, you can't justify the decision. To finish 12th, that's a nothing position. What's Definitely, it? Yeah. There's literally not a difference between 12th and like 16th here. Exactly. There's four yeah. points in it. Like It doesn't matter. Yeah, they you, won one game difference and it would be a completely different... They could have been fighting for relegation or Leicester. Yeah. Like one game. Like I, I always try to play devil's advocate. Like Try and look at things from a different, different perspective. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. The board, From the board's point of view, like maybe... If the players are going against him, yeah, maybe then it's best. the board kind of has to go, actually, we can't have you anymore. I'm sorry, but this is how football is now. I think like, For me, that's annoying. Yeah. It's a sad thing in football. No, I definitely but think... But like I said, I always try and play devil's advocate, but it's mm. hard to ju- justify it sometimes. On on that note of being devil's advocate, I think maybe that the games weren't going their way at the start of the season. They were on this high. Yeah. And they obviously put their put their like standards way up of games and I think they were dropping points and everyone's getting more and more a- mm. aggravated that they're not keeping the same form that they had last season. Yeah, and that same winning I mentality. think Ranieri obviously being the manager would have believed in them and the players not so much, creating a bit of a split between the staff and the team. And It was a weird time for him to go as well when you think Definitely. about it because they had just given themselves a chance in the Champions League with that away goal against su- Yeah, such a severe, nothing... Was it? I don't remember. But yeah, they gave themselves yeah, a chance the... and they eventually did go through with the assistant manager who, to be fair, has done an okay job. Yeah, fair play, fair but play. You do, you do wonder whether where his loyalties lie, taking over the job. But, you know, it's football, so mm, yeah. who are we to question now as loyalty? Um, moving on from Leicester City, uh, another London club, um, West Ham. 45 points, so again, still That's really, pr- really close. Pretty low. Um, I think I saw someone tweet in terms of the difference. You know, we keep mm. on picking up on the difference. Six points difference between eighth and, um, and 17th is, is ridiculously low. Yeah, much different. Um, and I think it was Dr. Benji FM tweeted something about mm. um, oh, best league in the world and uh, yeah, yeah, in uh, inverted commas, speech marks, whatever. And um, it, I don't know, like what what do you kind of make that? I know this isn't West Ham, uh, strictly speaking. Yeah. But like, does it show how good our league is and the fact that it's so tight, or does it show the vast difference in the teams that have history and money with Everton, Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, City, Tottenham, and Chelsea? What what does it show for you? I think. 
it works out well for all spectators in this form because so tight. It's so tight that obviously you have your own league from seven upwards, even probably six upwards. To be honest, you have your own league, and that is how it used to be. Yeah, de- and everyone definitely. accepted that. I'm quite happy doing that because when I'm watching football, I'm always looking at the top seven. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't. I'm not really bothered by the yeah, bottom. Yeah, as you support someone in the yeah. top six, top seven, you're as more a, yeah, drawn to that Arsenal top seven fan, anyway. I'm just look at it, and I'm like, that is the positions I'm looking at. But from below. It's like a league of its own. It's, it? a, it's a league of its own. You have your own leagues. You have probably about an 8th to 13th, 14th to 16th, and then your relegations. And all of that. And this year, it's been from, literally from 8th is your relegation battle, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, literally. Like, Southampton, like, if someone said Southampton, like, you're going to finish with 46 points, you'd be like, yeah, you're safe. But that's yeah. probably normally, what, like a 16th place finish? Def- that's not good for Southampton. That's, but yeah. actually, they finished 8th on that, and that's a bloody exactly. good season. And if I think the thing is that this season you can't, couldn't afford to drop anything. You could be drawing and think we can't hold on for this. We need two we need more to points. Because yeah. if they didn't have those two more points, they'd be down in fourteenth. No, that's a big drop. That's a huge drop for them. And um, they're only there on goal difference. I think against exactly. Bournemouth, so yeah, you, you look at it and you're like, they need you need everything. Whereas maybe I don't like to call them out a lot, but in a French league or something, or something like that, when you know that the, it's all set in stone, pretty much where you finish him. Yeah, Monaco, of course, won the French Exactly. Edition. Nice for them. 17 it's years, like, I think, since the last title, since the last title trophy. But lower down, it's all. It's always, there's not much challenge and there's lots of big gaps. Yeah. But here, and look how think, tight it is. Oh, we'll hold a draw here. Like that, maybe even Premier League in the past, you'd be like, oh, I'll just grab a draw, draw one point. But in this league, you, you couldn't you afford can't to. You can't do it, can you? can't it? afford to. And that's why I think it's improved massively. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see some difference because it feels like there's been a lot of draws this season. I've watched a lot of draws yeah. this year in live football. I don't know if that is an actual statement, but I would go out on record and say this is probably one of the most drawn seasons I've watched. Yeah, well, very. The, I reckon in the last five years, this is probably the most drawn season. The most draws in a season. I don't know. It feels like that. Because you look at some of the teams, you've got Chelsea drew three games and that was the lowest by a long way, I think. Yeah. Some teams have five down at the bottom, but like there's Tottenham drew eight. Uh, which is all right. It's okay. They finished on 86 points. That's a that's yeah. a really good effort for Tottenham. Yeah, definitely. That, that's, not, that's not just a good effort for Tottenham. That's a superb effort for Tottenham and a brilliant effort in a title challenge. Yeah, yeah. You've got Man City, nine draws. Liverpool, 10. Arsenal, six. That's good. Uh, look, too many draws, though. We with just don't, yeah, no, we've too lost many too many. Yeah, too many yeah. losses with nine, even. Man United, 15 draws. Ridiculously high for Man United. Boring, that's not Man United. Boring Man United. Everton, 10 draws. Southampton, 10. Bournemouth, 10. You've got Stoke, 11. Yeah. Like, there's... Middlesbrough thirteen, like, and they finished eight nineteen. That's, like, that's almost a positive though for them. Like, it's still picking up points, but still, enough. it's just that boring side of it where you think if you gave that extra push in the last ten minutes, that could have been three points, not one. Which I think probably let them down considering how close this table was this year. Yeah, yeah. Like, say you turn what two, three of those ga- mm, games into, into wins, and then you're looking. Oh, maybe we could have finished seventeenth or sixteenth. Yeah, just out of that relegation. Definitely. Right, so back to uh, West Ham. West West Ham, sorry. Sorry, Hammers. See, I remember saying that we thought they'd do well this year. We thought they'd push They could kick on from Because after last season and Pyatt, we thought they were a bit of a threat towards the end of the season, to be honest. I think they kind of took, like, one step forward and then two steps back West Ham. Definitely, definitely. They had a stadium, that was their one step forward, Mm. and then they had someone with Pyatt that they could build a team around. But then they've had to sell Pyatt for obvious reasons. Yeah. I understand that sale, personally. I wouldn't have kept him either. It was poor 
poor what they did afterwards. Definitely. Their, and that's and that's their two steps back. The reaction to that was just awful. Like they had their step forward with the stadium with mm. Pyatt and all that. They had a good team. They were that's like a new club. Forward. They were a new club. But then they don't they don't make the transition to stadium. That's no. one step back. And then the other step step, step back is selling Pyatt. So Ooh, one step forward, two steps back for me with West Ham. But you know they've got a few good players. Antonio gets a lot of goals. Yeah. Andy Carroll, when he's fit, is a good player. He causes always score, causes problems. Yeah. So. Uh, disappointing for them I think disappointing season for them 45 points is not good enough but they are too good to go down Um, definitely (laughs) I think they'll be they tear up the championship oh they'll be ridiculous yeah imagine Andy Carroll up against like exactly no someone down there he would tear them but West Brom uh, finishing 10th so it's perfectly mid-table now yeah not not bad for them at all West Brom they were quite they were high in that at one point though they were 8th for some point but then again one point between between where they were eighth yeah. and, and tenth, so yeah, very tight down. Only there. just clinching. Very good goal difference, actually. Look at that. Yeah, minus for, uh, minus eight is for it? a team like West Brom. Yeah, goals for forty three. That's pretty solid. It's not F- too bad. Fifty one, maybe. I I would kind of expect West Brom to do better, but, but I've always thought of them. But then being I've, quite I've solid. never actually looked at their goal difference, so that might be mm. average. That might be good for them. Mm. But I, from I always think of West Brom as a good defensive side, but Especially it's hard to gauge it, isn't uh, it, when you don't know the other statistics. Yeah. I think they've been good this year. I think There's West not much Brom to have say, really. Yeah, they've just they've done well. They've worked up hard. Points. They've run a lot, don't they, West Brom? They're a hard team to beat. I almost, think that's what you have to be down there. Almost. They've obviously not lost as many as they've won and drawn. So that's really the goal. And that's that's the sign of a mid-table side. And maybe if they can keep slowly climbing, like one more point there, and then they'd be up with Southampton. Yeah. I think West Brom are actually in a really good position to mm. improve as a club. Definitely. They've got a good manager behind them. I think he knows his stuff. And I think actually, in terms of like where they're going, they've got a really good core players that run their socks off every week. They've definitely. got a really good attitude. I think that club. They haven't really got the big names, but they've definitely got like the big. It sounds really like, cliche, but the big hearts to push. Yeah, like they've got a good spirit around teams, that. Yeah, they've got a good spirit around that team. Um, I think they are happy to run and defend. I think that's mm. something that a side which has credentials to go further needs. They have that. I think what. They need to carry on doing, carry on carrying that brand on in terms of that yeah. counter-attacking defensive style. Because yeah, it may not be the most positive thing, but they've scored a lot of goals this year. Yeah, like they just need to carry on what they're doing I and then just add to what they've got. Yeah, this they need to keep hold of mm. what they have, keep hold of the core players they definitely have in terms of their mentality. They need to keep, but then just add and add and add. And the sky's the limit, I think, for West Brom if they keep going the direction they're going. Yeah, definitely. Because if you think like look back a couple of seasons ago, you would think, oh, West Brom, easy three points. Relegation candidate. Yeah, yeah, you go to West Brom and you'd pick up points. Yeah. But this season... They make it hard for you now. This season, you look like 12 wins, nine draws. That's tough. Yeah. I'd love to look at the home record because I'll be like, oh, do I want to go to the Hawthorns? As a Chelsea fan, I Mm. didn't want to go to the Hawthorns. And that, you know, we won the bloody league. Like, you don't don't want to face a West Brom. You don't. Not anymore. Not anymore. Definitely not. Um, Yeah, West Brom. Good effort. Keep what, keep doing what yeah, you're doing. Fair play. Doing fair play doing. to you. Bournemouth, um, forty six points, ninth place. Ninth place isn't bad at all for Bournemouth. I like it's, Bournemouth. I, I think, think everyone everyone's I got like a bit of a soft spot for Bournemouth, don't they? They play nice football. They have the right intention. We were expecting them to do not always the quality that they need. No, it's it's always the end product that lets them down. I think a little bit, but. Through their strikers finding form, getting goals. Mm. Well, I think Andy Gray's got eleven this year. That's pretty good. The uh, transfer. Jermaine oh, Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. That's a great signing for me. That is an unbelievable signing and one that will 
my prediction for next year, if uh, anyone will remember this. What, top goal scorer? No, uh, will be, yeah. I reckon... Not having that. I reckon Jermaine Defoe will, Defoe get, will get Bournemouth into fifth position. Fifth? That's that's really high. It's very high. Who are they going to finish above of? Like United? No. Mate, not I have it. not seen it. I have not seen anything special from United. I think maybe if Latan comes back, that's going to change. I don't know what Zlatan's doing. Is he saying another year? No, he's... I don't know, because his, his dad died, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, yeah I think so. Because he had the injury, but he was fine afterwards. Oh, yeah, I thought he was going to work back to it. And then, I don't know. I think he likes England. Yeah, why not? Because he's proved himself he's, and he yeah. gets a lot of I, attention. I, th- I think fair play to Zlatan. Yeah, um, I'll just just trying to have a quick look at terms of dot, dot goal scorers down the bottom of the league. Yeah, Joshua King for Bournemouth. Now 16 goals he scored this year. Fair play. If he carries it on next year... Maybe a Defoe next to him. Yeah, that's, that's a good effort. That's higher than your Benteke's. And yeah, Benteke finished on 15, which is good effort. Higher and than Defoe. 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 If Defoe and King both get 15, 16 goals... But Defoe was playing for Sunderland. Yeah, like, I reckon he could... Do, I don't know if he'll be a starter for Bournemouth. No, but imagine the impact sub that Yeah, definitely. Defoe he is. can come on he here. Is, he doesn't need to start. Mate, no. <laughs> Needs a chance. Mate, Lorente finished on 15 goals as well. That is the difference between the clubs that stayed up. Those, go- those goal scorers. very high conversion rate. Um... Shots on target wise. Yeah, he's, to he's, ve- he's very clinical. To be fair to him, uh, Lorente, very clinical. Yeah, like if if well, a Defoe- Joshua, Joshua King's is higher, sixty-one. Yeah, sixty-one percent. That's a really good effort. Um, yeah, our, J- Joshua King has a as good a se- season and doesn't improve. I think he will improve next year. Yeah, but let's say he gets sixteen goals again next year, and then Defoe comes in, he gets you know eight, nine off the bench maybe. And they sort out a bit of defensive problems mm. that they've had because they have conceded a fair few Bournemouth. They've conceded 67 goals, not the best. They've, it's set pieces, I think, if I remember Bournemouth for they pretty weak on. Few. If they can just sort that out, maybe they bring another defender in, someone mm. they can organise at the back. Um, you know, they, they could they could really be a team to, to push you. I reckon two. I reckon two. I reckon two. Oh, you reckon you so agree with what I'm saying? I, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bournemouth, I like them. I think everyone's, I think everyone's got a bit of a soft spot for Bournemouth. Moving on, eighth place, Southampton, forty-six points again. This is where solid. Yeah, just it's Southampton, really, isn't it? It's kind of what you expect them to just be, just where behind the, the likes of Everton and stuff. Yeah, just it's where you expect them to be. I think, in terms of places. Coleman's only finished one place above, but look at the points difference. He's finished yeah. what, 15 points above. That's a lot of points. That's five wins. Like, exactly. That, and that, mm-hmm. it, it is exactly five wins for them. Um, it shows where the top eight, well, top seven, have been picking up their points, who they've been picking up from, which makes sense. Yep. They've been... I think this league hasn't been full of surprises. You could argue maybe Chelsea's a bit of a surprise. Um, Tottenham have improved. That's a bit of a surprise. Well, I, but I think Chelsea won this league without break, breaking a sweat. If they win the double, they, like, they we'll haven't get, worked. We'll get onto the double. We'll get onto the double later. Yeah, just... But yeah, um, seventh place now. Uh, Everton. I think they've done really well this Ramalou. season. Another season, they could have been... Like, top four, maybe? Top four. Do you reckon they'll get top four next year? No. No, I don't. Because, uh, it's a shame. Because I, do like, I do quite like it. They will sell Lukaku. I think he's kind of Chelsea. But, I, um, don't, oh, I don't know. I like Lukaku. He gets goals. Is he going to win your Champions League? No. I don't think he suits for Chelsea. He will be like... Um, what's his name? Came. Denver Bar? Denver Bar? Denver Bar was good for us. <laughs> he, was, he was all right. He was an exceptional. Was he? Yeah, no, exactly. No I think he'll be like that. No, yeah, okay. 
No, but um, from Everton are good side, though, aren't they? I work with someone Ooh, who's Ross Ba Ro Ross Barkley, is he going to go? He looks oh, like it, doesn't it? They'll do, yeah. He's gone. But they are saying that they've got new um, shareholders coming in. Yeah, in, maybe they can the time down. And they are rich, apparently. Yeah. They're very rich and want to push the club forward. They, I think they, 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 they want, they'll want to keep hold of Ross Barkley, I would imagine. Yeah. I would. Ross Barkley's... Even just have around the happens. Squad. Yeah, exactly. he makes things happen. Yeah, Everton, good side. Lukaku's a beast, isn't he? What did he finish on? Like 26 goals? Fantastic goal-scoring machine, isn't he? 25 oh, goals, 25, six assists, yeah. though. That's yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? Let, that's Quite a top-level striker. Sanchez. Yeah, we'll get, on, we'll get, on, we'll get into it. I reckon we do some player awards yeah, at the end yeah. as well. Um, yeah, quick rundown of the top six then. United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, and then Chelsea. Um Man U spoke about a lot this boring. podcast. Boring. Awful Ugh. to see what Man U is turning into, to be honest. Don't... Uh, I feel like Josie has got it right, but I don't like him there. Um, not, I'm biased, obviously. Yeah. I, ju I just... I don't think... I, I don't think United will ever be pushing... I United are never going to be as good as Tottenham will be. If Tottenham keep hold of the players they have now, they're always yeah. going to be a better side than United. True, true, true. true. What's Pogba to a Deli Alley? Who would you rather have? I'd rather have Deli Alley every day. Exactly. I'd rather have Harry Kane over Zlatan. Exactly. Like, I know it's obvious to say because they finished, you know, 86 points to what, 69. They finished four places above them. But actually, historically, United have always been better than Tottenham. And actually, you see it now, player for player, I'd rather have the whole Tottenham team over the whole United team every day of the week. Massively. And I'm an Arsenal fan. Apart so. from maybe like a Juan Mata who might sneak yeah, in exactly. there for like a Lamella or something. And like De Gea. Yeah. But then oh, Lloris. Lloris like, class. Compare the back fours. I know which one I'd rather have. Even though Tottenham don't really always play one. Arsenal. Ah, no top four. But I think what's kind of stood out for Arsenal is Alexis Sanchez. Def he's the only person that has kept us in it and he doesn't want to be here. He's kind of like, for me, Ar Alexis Sanchez is the only person that represents what I know as an Arsenal player. Yeah. Like, if you look back to the what we grew up with, what my brothers grew up with, what... For the last 10 years, we've come to expect from... Our, mm. not, not the last 10 years, maybe the last 15. It's well, yeah, the 2004 last five. was the start of Like, the that revolution. kind of thing. The FA Cups and all that. Like, they were such a good... hard. They, they weren't hard, hard-working like a West Brom, but they no, ran. Like, they, they, they were, were direct. They they did play hard. I don't know how to describe it, but, you know. And Alex Sanchez is that. He's hard work. He's skillful. He's strong. He's mm. got a lot about him. He's got, like, a bit of an ornery when he opens up his body to shoot. Like, he's a... Sanchez is the only player... He's someone to fear, which is what we always need, had. Arsenal need more of. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. The, he's the only player that stands up to other Arsenal teams of the past. Definitely. Like, he gets in to Invincibles, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You mm. know what I mean? Like, he, you yeah. can make a debate for him. Yeah. Ozil, yeah. would Ozil get in? No. no. Like, Ramsey, no, get out. Like, Koscielny. You look mm, back and you think, gets in your let's look at Arsenal's midfield, who we're playing this week. Oh, it's Coquelin. Xhaka, Ramsey. Xhaka, you're like, well, that's a yellow card. Yeah. Like, he's easy to <laughs> wind up. <laughs> red. Ramsey, he's just, you know, you look at it and you're not scared. You look in the past, you think Vieira, you think, Jesus. Yeah. Well, he's going to have not, the ball off the us. He team, wants the ball. It's not the same team. Like, El Nelly. Like, I love him, but oh. Oh, just come on. A lot of the Arsenal team is very average. If you took Alexis Sanchez out, I reckon there'd be a Southampton. Do you know what I mean? Massively, massively. And it's sad. And I, I, and I would love a Sanchez in my team. He would win us the Champions League. Sanchez is. <laughs> He's a cut above that. He a is. Small Chilean man. Liverpool. Liverpool. Um, the luckiest team in the 76. world. Somehow. 
have got top four. They get a lot of goals, don't they? That's what they're all about. Yeah. Goals, goals, goals with Liverpool. Attacking football, who cares if we can't defend because we can score goals. I, th- sure. I think the difference between Liverpool and City and Tottenham and us, Chelsea, is the fact that we can defend better than them. Massively. With the same, same sort of a threat I going forward. It's discipline. It's discipline that those clubs... Liverpool is just like, oh, go. Mm. You never see... I'm not you sure Jurgen Klopp instills that discipline enough. He doesn't. He no- gives the players a lot of belief, which is why mm. they can score so many goals, but he doesn't have the discipline. He'd rather have a big scoreline. I think that's the difference between... So say the last game of the season, 3-0. I think most clubs would have gone top three and maybe even Arsenal and Man U would have stopped at two, held it. Yeah. Held on. But Liverpool, if you watch that game, I was uh, watching the run through on the highlights on BBC Sport and it was constant keep attack going, after going, attack after going. attack. And you think if they get a goal here, this was at 2-0, they're right back in it. If you yep. don't protect this lead... You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Definitely. So... Uh, I think that's what Liverpool needs to improve on next year. Better defender by someone Jurgen Klopp. I know it's not his way. He likes to do the whole Arsenal Wenger thing yeah, where you create you're a worldie. If you're listening, Jurgen, go on. I reckon, why not just splash out on a David Luiz? Don't get David Luiz. He's got deep pockets, but short arms, old <laughs> Jurgen. Does have long arms, though, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's like six foot five. <laughs> very, Man's very a long. giant. Uh, loves a hug as well. Yeah, that's what Liverpool need to improve on. Arsenal need more players like Leicester Sanchez. United need goals. Mm. and just more flair. They're so boring. Everton to improve, keep hold of what they got, imp- improve yeah. generally like they are with sh- signings like Schneider then. Another, n- another centre-back I think they need as well, Everton. And then Man City, where do they need to improve on? They finished third, 78 points, not good enough for a title challenge. Good goals for... 80 goals for... Goals against. Is just... Six losses is fine. I think Ferguson said you can only afford to lose four. I think four or five is all you can really afford to lose if you want to win. They've lost six. So they're around about the right sort of place. Nine draws, maybe that's where you go. You need to get less draws, more wins. But you might put that down to Aguero not being. Yeah. But then Aguero's been brilliant this season as well. I think he finished with 20 goals. Yep, there it is, 20 goals. And he hardly played. He was injured for a lot of He's had a thousand less minutes than some of them. Yep. Wow. Exceptional player is Aguero. So, So he's done... He could have got quite easily got 30 then if he had another 1,000. Oh, easily, yeah. Aguero is, apart from maybe Lukaku and Kane, the best goal machine in the league. Definitely. Well, I'd, I'd oh, Actually, um, it's, it's, for me, it's between Kane and Aguero. Yeah, I was going to say, Lukaku is... Isn't quite there He's yet. always bronze medalist, but then... He, he's always... Yeah, I know what you mean. If you're Everton, <laughs> I'd take bronze medalist yeah, every all day. day long. Every day. Yeah, he... I think, actually, Lukaku's fitted to Everton as well. Like, he gets goals there. Definitely, definitely. I don't see why we'd want to bring him back. As long as we keep Costa, keep Hazard, yeah. then just improve where but we have. I would like, obviously I don't want to say to you, but I would love a Sanchez, that kind of elk, just another worldie. Yeah. We don't need another Lukaku because Lukaku's not going to win the Champions League. Still... He might, he might contribute to a Premier League, but we've got Batshuayi. Like we don't need another player like that. Yeah, exactly. You, oh. Chelsea, if it isn't broken, don't fix don't it. Don't fix it. Yeah, like, you don't, it's we, don't, a waste we don't need money. a Lukaku. And really, you're just helping out Everton because you're just going to give him a load of money. money. Yeah, no. Because they'll ask a ridiculous amount it w- for yeah, him. Yeah, like, it'll be like 60, 70 million for Lukaku. And Where do Man City need to improve then? I think just. St- get off topic. <laughs> Keep doing stop, what they're doing. Stop drawing and actually. Is that, defensi- win, is that win, defensively? Win against the big teams. Yeah, do you not think they've done well? No. They've not. They, I they've think, had the I think we did problem. the double over them. Yeah, and I think we think. beat them. Arsenal beat them, definitely. I'm pretty sure 2-1. Yeah. 
We beat them three one and then two. Yeah. I, I I think so anyway. I don't remember. But no, I, I they not, have the same problem as Arsenal. The teams, yeah, they had the p- same problem Arsenal did when they finished third. So they got all the points against the small teams. It's just the B teams. Happy you can't team. face them. It's just when you're going up against Tottenham or Chelsea or Liverpool, you need to take the points off them as yeah, well as gaining. They haven't done that enough. They haven't done that. They haven't done it at all, really. And that I think it's, it's the points. It's the points you are winning. If you know what I mean. You aren't winning. Yeah, it's the points that you're still letting those other teams gain. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because it pushes them on. I think City, I love the style of football they play. I think mean, they've got brilliant players. De Bruyne is superb. Silva's ridiculous. Aguero, goal machine. Yes, yeah, company, now they got back it. I think, actually, if they can keep everyone fit next year, they'll have a bloody good chance of a title. Yeah. You hope that Pep will be able I think to they need more depth on. in their squad. Yeah, definitely. I think you lose a De Bruyne. Uh, trouble. Definitely. I just think with Man City you can only really name their starting eleven, and then they've got players they've got squad at in the front four mm. positions but it's a centre midfield you can't play Fernandinho every there's game there's not really every any conflict between like it's an easy job to pick Pep starting eleven, and then you've got the subs do you know what I mean yeah like yeah you're not you're not thinking oh who am I going to put in this place yeah he likes to rotate a lot yeah. but actually there's not enough depth they for definitely that to be have effective. a best. he needs another yeah. he needs another he has probably another two centre midfielders Torres on the way out I do like him they do have depth in the in the front mm. positions with Sane Sterling Silva De Bruyne Aguero mm. um, all, all of that it's lot. through the rest of the squad G- that, uh, uh, Gabriel Jesus have you say, say his yeah, name he's, it's just, he's on it's the just, way out though as well to be honest he's very old now isn't he Gabriel Jesus. The eighteen-year-old. Wait, what's the um? I swear they have a right winger called. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Navas. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he is. He is on his way out. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus Navas. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, he's shocking as well. Uh, I didn't know his last name played, was. He played like right back against Chelsea. That's an insult to us, Pep Guardiola. Like. I didn't know um his last name was Navas. I just thought it was oh, Jesus. Just Jesus like. Yeah. Oh no, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, Man City. They're just again. It's just been a boring season for them. They've just grinded oh, no. results. No, I, th- I think they've played some good football. Yeah, they played, but it's they what need, you expect from Man City. Yeah, true, true. With the players they've got, they should be playing yeah, that kind of football. They should be smashing people. I think they need to keep everyone fit this year. <laughs> I know that's kind of a bit down to yeah, luck, but but Aguero can't have an injury that puts him out for two months every to year. Yeah, you can't, can't lose company for six months every season. You need to keep these players fit because they're the players that win you titles. Definitely. And, and bring Joe Hart back for God's sake. Who is Claudio Bravo? Who is that man? He doesn't make his save. He's shocking. Do you remember block back when it, every game he'd make a catastrophe? Like, shocking scrot. footballer, Claudio Bravo. Yes, he's got good feet, but what does a good feet mean when you can't stop a football from going in your net? Yeah. Right, Tottenham. Tottenham, at his point, that is a really good effort. Not just for Tottenham, that yeah. is just a good effort. 26 wins, 8 draws, 4 losses. 86 goals, the highest in the Premier League, better than City, better than Liverpool, teams that score a lot of goals and they scored more. And actually, they've actually conceded less as well. The most goals and the least goals, the most goals scored and they've the least done. goals conceded. That's terrific for me. I, ho- I hate to say it, but they've done very, very well. Which, Brilliant. Which makes it a bit better for Arsenal because, you know, you can't really dispute it. Yeah, you know like I mean? Harry Kane, golden boot, 29 goals and seven assists. That's nearly a goal every Premier League game, and he's not even played in, every Premier League yeah, game. Yeah, I was about to say, he in was less out minutes injured well. for three months. 87 minutes per goal. Ridiculous. That's a goal every game. That's he's a goal, played. yeah, guaranteed. And seven, and seven assists. That's ridiculous. Great effort. Well done, to be fair. Harry Kane's been released. And obviously, there are the players in terms of Deli Alley, 18 goals, seven assists. I yeah, he's think still up there, isn't he? Like, that's Lampard levels. 
Definitely. I, I, if think, you, I think if Lampard you look finished that, the season like with like 20 goals twice, and that was kind of like the average. That is a really good Well, he's it. very close to Costa, who's on 20 and 7 as well. And you think yeah. Deli Alli's a midfielder. And he's, he's sort of a secondary striker now, yeah, though, but, but he is generally a midfielder. Diego Costa is your front man, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. I think this year with Chelsea, we'll get onto that, but you've been more of a team goal scoring. Definitely. Thing, it? It's all about the Which team. Which has made it? the difference, but. You know, Moses is chipping in all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see. I, I want to have a look at the assists record in the Premier League because it's, it's De Bruyne, Guilford Sigerson, and um, Ericsson who mm. finish in the uh, in the top three. I think I think Hazard is in there as well, um, somewhere probably. Um, yeah, assists. Yeah, De Bruyne go. got eighteen. Ridiculous. Sanchez, another ten in there. He's up there. Ozil, of course, is always going to be in the yeah, so close to the top. De Bruyne, ridiculously good effort. That 18 assists. Christian Eriksen, 15 assists. So, you know... That is surprising that Granite Xhaka got the mo- second most passes completed. Azpilicueta was number one. Um, we'll get on to Azpilicueta because, for me, he's yeah. the best player of the year. Um, yeah, Tottenham, unbelievable. I think you kind of go, if Chelsea weren't so good, yeah. like, they won the league. Like, But, I, actually, I, I, I so. did see something the other day. Even if when Harry Kane was out... Mm. Even if they won all their games when Harry Kane was out, yeah, and Chelsea still got the same results, Chelsea would still win the league. I think Tottenham didn't do well enough for the early the season. They needed a better start. They needed the. They, they needed always start. start the season like two months late. They actually finished the season well this year, which is normally not their problem. Yeah, but that they need to just Keep consistently yeah. do as well as they have. They need to eighty-six take, points is a yeah. good effort. Like Tottenham should not be ashamed of their effort at all. Well, that's miles away from Man City. Like, like, they're steams... Wise, yeah. Tottenham and Chelsea are steams ahead of everyone else in the league. And that shows in play as well. Like, if you look And they're young teams, as well. They're, they're young. True. That is a team that's going to be around for a long time. That, they, need, they need to win something and keep hold of Ali, Kane, mm. Ericsson. Tottenham's to last generation was the 60s. That's when they were mm. the team. And I think we might now be coming, we're coming back, back to into a Tottenham kind of era. Which I'm hating. But but they need to win something. Otherwise, Ericsson's going to leave. Son's going to leave. They need to win things. So these They definitely have around. the buzz around them, but it's keeping that next season. Yep. That's going to be keeping it over this summer break. Yep. Um, Chelsea, 93 points. Yeah. So I think you won Bloody it. good. Just, you were just winning. I know all the time, just all the always time, always scoring, winning, always just winning. doing well. Do you know, you didn't really have a bad game, even the games you lost. Like we played well. Most you played of the time. well. I think we we just knew how to win games. It was a very Chelsea play. performance to win this this league. It's just a Chelsea title win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it was ev- a different team. Like not say. really having like one player that's dragging yeah. us. Like everyone putting their weight. Like Victor Moses scoring, Alonso mm. scoring, Cesc Fabregas coming off the bench and doing things. Having players like Hazard and Pedro, creative wingers, and yeah. then you've got Costa. Not necessarily your strike, your, t- your striker, that's a Harry Kane that's going to get you 20, 30 goals. Mm. 25, 30 goals even. He's someone that's going to get you 20 goals and offer you something off the ball. Something that's someone that's going to work with other players. It's, a very, it's very much a team. And I think that's something Tottenham have as well. They're a good team. But yeah. there's separation in the Man City squads. There's defence, then attack. Liverpool, there's defence and attack. It's too rigid. But with mm. Chelsea and Tottenham, there isn't that. It's everyone contributes to everything. Definitely, definitely. And that's what you have to look Jack at. Jack got about seven goals this year. Exactly. It was no. that, um, <laughs> your right back, what was his name, or left back? Alonso. Alonso, yeah. He's got, he's got a lot of goals. He's got so many goals. 
Yeah. Um, At that period, I swear he scored in about three games. Three games back to back, yeah. You know he's got a hat trick against Leicester as well, yeah. It's just like, you, it's the, what you want. If we add depth, that starting 11 is so good. Like, mm. genuinely. I know people have their concerns about Louise and Cahill, but as Blaquaters, debatably the best defender in the world, he could, he's completed the most mm. passes, he's played every minute in a Premier League campaign. Name me another footballer's done that. That is impressive. That John, is what you John, want. John Terry did it when we last won the league in 14-15, but I think... Once we won it, he then didn't play for a little bit. Mm. Um, he, but he's played, played every, every minute, minute in 38 games. Every minute. How many minutes? And he's been that? integral to that team. I don't know. It's gong, math, yeah. Oh, it's 90 minutes times by 38. But then that's extra time as well. You've got added time. Over 3,400 minutes. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. God, oh, my God. That's a lot of minutes. No rest. Load a minute. And, and he's played the FA Cup. And um, um, you got to think added time in that. It's going to yeah, be at exactly. least gonna, well, probably like three thousand five hundred minutes plus he's played. That's a joke. Ridiculous. Just um, in the Prem as well. Just in the Prem League. Forget the FA Cup and all that. But yeah, that's kind of the rundown of the teams. Um, should we do? Yeah, we're going. We've been going for quite a while, about an hour now. So forty minutes. Yeah. No, because we started. So should we quickly do an FA Cup thing? Um, Chelsea or Arsenal? Who's going to win it? Chelsea. Yep. Agreed. Um, Champions League: Juve or Real? Real. I hope Real don't, but I think they yeah, will. They will. Um, player of the year for you? It's obvious, but Kante. Okay. Best defensive player, excluding Kante then? Asby. And best forward player? Harry Kane. Not Sanchez? No, I don't. Oh, okay, no, fair enough. I, I would say Sanchez over Kane. Just about because of... Because of the assists, but then yeah. I think it's Arsenal, isn't it? And we just... Every time we get the ball, we give it to him. Yeah, true. And it is Alexis Sanchez. It's just what he does, he, really. He, he is that good. Kane has Kane. Kane is just—he's an excellent year, isn't he? Like he's just superb. He just scores. He just he scores. just scores goals for fun. Yeah. Uh, so a quick rundown of the top goal scorers: Harry Kane with twenty-nine, Romelu Lukaku with twenty-five, Sanchez with twenty-four, Aguero and Costa with twenty. And then Dele Alli with 18, Zlatan with 17, and Hazard with 16. Top assist was De Bruyne with 18. Ericsson with a really good 15 as well. Guilford Sigerson, uh Tottenham rejected. Is it quite low? 13. Is it just me or is it actually quite a low assist season? Because um, no, that's probably about right, isn't it? Yeah, but lower down. Like, I, just, I thought it would be more consistently more 10. consistently 15 and 10. Like yeah, that. I know what you mean. Like I think Lampard's best season he got twenty goals and twenty assists. Mm. Uh, that's what De Bru- that's what um Dali Allen needs to do. Yeah. He's got some assists and some and like a lot of goals. Eighteen goals is a bloody good effort for a midfielder. I know he's a secondary striker yeah, now, sort of, but for me, if he has a season where he gets fifteen goals and fifteen assists, that's when he's that level. And that's when he's to do next season. Mm. Push on with his all round game and keep the consistency yeah. there. Um yeah, Gilford Sigerson, thirteen, Cesc Fabregas on twelve, Sanchez on ten assists, uh, unreal. Uh Ozil with nine, Pedro um, on nine as well. That's a really good effort. And Georgina Wijnaldum on nine as well. Mm. Zaha also on nine. Um, so, you know, a lot of people got nine assists this year. Popular. Most passes, uh, <laughs> we're actually just on the Premier League fantasy thing. Uh, most passes were Cesar Azbel Equator with 2,459. Wow. That is. That's a, that's a really good effort. That means he's almost getting the ball every two minutes. Well, under that, every one and a bit minutes. That's good effort, isn't it? That's good effort. And obviously, most minutes played, we worked it out earlier. Says Baz, Asbel Equator. Dave, says Asbel Equator. I can't believe. With 3,420 plus at the time and all that. Um, Steve Cook also yeah. equaled that, by the way, for so Bournemouth. Did, um, huh. Forster, for Southampton. 
and Fraser and Ben as well. Yeah, both both Ben Forster, Joel Ward. Fun fact for local listeners: he went to Bishop Loughborough. Ben Gibson did it for Middlesbrough as well. So there are a few players that have done it, but obviously Sazer won the league doing won it. Won the league and was and actually good. Actually, Sazer Asweta puts in a nine out of ten every game. Not oh, being funny. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't. It's he's never. He's ne- he never does a lot. Amazing. Mm. He doesn't play forty-yard balls every five minutes. He doesn't split open defenses. He doesn't go score goals. But everything he does is right. He never loses a ball, and that's never. proved by the by the passes and stuff. Yeah. Um, Signing of the season, quickly, for the Premier League. Can they? Yeah, it has to be. It has to worst be. Worst signing of the season. And it was worst signing for me. Can't say losing, can't say. I'd say someone like... Oh, that hasn't really <laughs> been... Uh, Jesus jokes. Um, <laughs> San ain't, no. no <laughs> they're, two they're very good signings. San has been all right, yeah. Yeah, he's been good. I can't even think of... The worst signing? Paul Pogba? He goes very yeah. quietly, so he doesn't offend. What's he done? I know he's been okay, no, but, if, but he's if supposed you to be Paul exceptional. Pogba and he didn't have the reputation he had, you'd be like... What an average player. Like, average player, he's done all right. He's done okay. He's had all white but stats. Yes, he makes he United better. he's supposed to be, and the money you pay for him, Needs he, to he, be he he's probably is the worst signing. Money to performance-wise, yeah. He's not won games on his own, and that's what a player like Paul Bogba has. Has he won any games, Paul Bogba? Drawn a lot. But, yeah. He's not. He needs to do what Deli Ali's been doing: get goals, get assists. For me, for Paul Bogba to be successful, he now needs to go score hundred Premier League goals. Yeah. And then, to, and then, uh, and then they've got their money's worth. He just looks like a complete, completely different player when when you used to watch him in Juve shirt. Yeah, ridiculously different. He looks a lot leaner at Juve as well. Definitely, I he looked like he actually lo- get round a player. Now he looks like a stick. I know, I know like he. A pole. <laughs> I know he's like a big guy, like tends to like muscle and strong. All footballers are now, but like, I just feel like he looked a bit leaner. I feel like he could dribble around play. I don't know. It's no, weird. I know exactly what you mean. He looked quicker on his feet. Definitely, on his feet. he looks a bit heavy. He's obviously not fat. Yeah, him, but, but <sighs> he just maybe he's a bit out of shape. Mm. But I don't know. Pogba needs to do better. Right. I think we can agree that. Um, yeah, there you are. There's a bit of our run down the Premier League. Uh, <laughs> Hoped you didn't miss us too much. Now, we, now we're now we going to go away for a while, I'm guessing. We'll do another one on the FA Cup and Champions League. Yeah, we'll try and do one for them. After that. Talk about the games. Um, and then we'll be away for a while unless we can think of anything else. Um, remember to catch us and catch us on the 1st and 2nd of July. With the 24-hour live podcast plugs. Yeah, we'll be doing Shameless. a very interesting and in talk about how mental health affects sport. And uh, No, we will be. Yeah. And it will be, I think it'll be worth a listen. And obviously you've got a lot of other segments and stuff from other podcasters and... Yeah, just come and listen because I reckon it'll be worthwhile. Yeah, it'll probably be a bit of fun as well. So. Raise some money while we're there. Yeah, let's do a bit of good in the world. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Okay, um, well, uh, that was our rundown. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the football league season as well. Uh, how did your teams do? So let us know. Yeah. Send it, send it to our us. Twitter. Half time. Snapchat us, us. We'll get around. I forgot about that account. We'll reply. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, cool. See you soon. Thank you very much for listening. Take care.